Hi, I'm Colleen, your host of The Good News Podcast. And I'm Neil, the other host. The Good News Podcast is your source for good news, fun stories, auditory delight, and sonic joy. We're bringing all of this goodness to you from the Cards Against Humanity studios in Chicago. Hi, friends. It's Colleen. We're having another episode about books. I hope you enjoy. Neil, we are chatting with Joe Demas today. He is a bookseller at a bookshop in Wicker Park in Chicago, which is which is my neighborhood. It's where I order all my books. And we are chatting with him today about books and about reading. And Joe, I wonder if you could share with us some books you've read lately that you have really, really loved and, and tell us why. So I'll start with what, what guests can buy now, which is Bubblegum by Adam Levin. Um, it's out with Doubleday. It's Adam's third novel. He's the author of The Instructions and Hot Pink, both which, which were uh, published by McSweeney's. And it's quite, it's quite thick. It runs at about uh, 767 pages. That is... Um, so large. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but this looking is, this at is, it. This is the time to, yeah. to read yeah. large books. Yeah. And yeah. And, and weirdly, I think this is, um, this is a, not a, it's a kind of timely book, mainly because one of the plot points of it is that um, it's set in a Chicago in like 2013, but the internet is not a thing. The internet does not exist. Mm. Yeah. And what exists in place of the internet are these things called curios. They're essentially uh flesh and bone robots that are the cutest things you've ever seen. They are, they are so cute. They overwhelm people. And in this world, their cuteness and overwhelmingness causes them to, to do kind of extreme things. And so it's told from the point of view of this character. Uh, his name's Belt Magnet. Um, and he's one of the first people to have had a curio. He's a writer as well, and he's writing his memoir, and he's talking about his experience growing up as an adult with... Um, mental illness having been, and also what like the general public looks like right now, how they behave, what sort of cultural status curios have, the ways in which the behavior that curios elicit are sort of a comment on where we are now. Are the curios pets? They're pet-like creatures. They're, they're, they're robots. Pets. Well, so that's a, that's a point of contention in the book because Belt Magnet is convinced to a large extent that they're not robots, that they're mm-hmm. actual creatures even though they're manufactured in a lab they are they are more flesh and bone and blood than they are robots the general public on the other hand believes that they're robots that they aren't sentient they don't really have emotions that the the behaviors they perform are not actually like innate behaviors but they're just sort of responses to stimuli that the artificial intelligence prompt and would you classify this as science fiction i would I wouldn't. Um, I yeah. would. Let's I, not I box, would say that, let's not box anything up. <laughs> it is, for example, I don't read things that would typically be considered science fiction that much. I haven't read like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, for example. This is more literary fiction that could mm. be seen also uh, as somewhat speculative fiction, but more often than not, speculative fiction it functions by having a very like. Um, open grounding to the premises of the world like you just have to like there's something about it you just have to go with whereas science fiction often um tends to not rationalize but there are lots of cause and effect and explanations to why things work the way they do when you read this and when you think about sort of the geez like cultural lineage of mcsweeney's do you feel Mm -hmm. like that that is like a a direct 
progression or do you feel like this is uh, an evolution or a sharp left turn? Like uh, if someone's familiar with McSweeney's uh, and maybe previous works, like how does this fall in that, in that line? I don't think it's outside of the scope of what McSweeney's would publish. Um, I do think um, that it is, it's wider in scope maybe necessarily that then they would go for. And maybe that's also why there was a push to, to make it on uh, a large, not that McSweeney's isn't a large platform, but um, obviously an imprint of Penguin Random House is um, up there. But yeah, it, do, it does cover a lot of ground. It's more world driven than character driven in some ways. Neat. How does, how does, how do you feel reading it? What, what's yeah, your emotional what state? Is, like, I was going to ask the same thing. Like, like uh, you, yeah. I don't know if you're done with it yet or if you. No, I finished, I finished it maybe like a, a week or two ago or so. And I took it um, kind of slow, but it's, it's really funny. First oh, off, great. it is, it is dark, but it's, it's wonderfully funny. There are sections where I was cackling out loud. The, the section in the middle, it's the shortest part, but it's, it's probably the most dark part of the book. And that, I would say, was the point where I was um, the payoff of like entering this world and sitting with this character and letting things be explained to me came, comes to this like very sudden head in this, um, this middle part where you see sort of the actual brutal realities of the world. It's incredible and it's also terrifying. So yeah, it's, it's a wonderful social commentary as much as it is a comedic novel. Can you um, show me that book again? I just want to see how, yeah. again, it's really big. So the fun thing about, so the, the actual covers. It's a beautiful color. That yeah, and and the covers are scratch and sniff and smell like bubble gum. Uh, yeah, it's, okay. it's a, yeah. It's, you should have led with that, Joe. <laughs> right? I saved the best for last. Joe is going to be hosting an audio book club for Bubblegum in May. Go to volumesbooks.com to learn more. And if you're in Chicago and you need books, check out Volumes Bookshop. They're offering delivery and curbside pickup. Thanks for listening. Do you have good news? Incredible. Or maybe you want to tell us a joke or idea? Excellent. Email us at hello at thegoodnewspodcast.fm. Or leave us a voicemail at 773-217-0156. You can also tweet us at The Good News Pod. And follow us on Instagram, too. And if you love The Good News Podcast, think about supporting us on our Patreon page. Most of our music is by Poddington Bear. <laughs>